Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. I'm so grateful that you're here with me today from all the nations of the earth represented. My goodness, so many of you in so many different time zones, and we're all on one accord. I'm here in South Florida. If you are not in South Florida, take your next vacation here. It's a beautiful island paradise. I'm telling you, palm trees, sun, boats, water. If you are in South Florida, come on by and see me on Sunday at Awakening House of Prayer. We have two services, two opportunities for you to encounter God. I'm there preaching, praying, prophesying, and casting out devils all day on Sunday. 1047 a.m. and 1.30 p.m. You know the drill if you're not in the region. You can watch that first service online at ahop.online. Just register. It's free. But you may want to join the web church, which is an official membership capacity online, which gets you a lot of benefits like that virtual life group, like that pastoral advisory request line, the prayer line, and preferred in-person deliverance appointments. God is so good. Ahop.online, check it out. If you're not in the region, you've got to sign up for that second class because it's School of the Spirit at Ahop at schoolofthespirit.tv. The morning's code expires today. So if you're going to use that code, that special code, you're going to use it today because it's going bye-bye. Mornings, M-O-R-N-I-N-G-S. Go over there to schoolofthespirit.tv. Check it out. We've got the activating the nine gifts of the spirit, discerning the remnant, developing spiritual discernment, and on and on. And there's something for everybody over there at schoolofthespirit.tv. Let's get into this devotion today. I'm reading from... Mornings with the Holy Spirit, listening daily to the still small voice of God. And today's devotion is titled, Seek to Please God Alone. Well, that's a mouthful right there. Seek to please God alone. And here's what I heard the Lord say. Many people will judge you wrongly. (laughs) Come on, isn't that the truth? Let me start over. Many people, the Lord says, many people will judge you wrongly. As soon as Father promotes you, you'll meet folks who will tell you something they believe you are doing wrong and judge your heart. You can't please man, so don't try. Give heed to and pray about the advice that comes from those with whom you are in relationship. They know best. Let me read that again. God is saying you can't please man, so don't try. But do give heed and pray about the advice that comes from those with whom you are in relationship. They know you best. Don't let attacks from strangers stop you. And the Lord says, ultimately, I am the one to convict you of sin. So stay close to me and I will show you if you are moving in the wrong direction. Seek to please father and him alone. He will take care of the rest, says the Holy Spirit of God. Come on. Seek to please father and him alone. When you do that, he'll cause even your enemies to be at peace with you. That's what the word of God says. Come on. Matthew 10, 28, 1 Corinthians 4, 3, and 1 Corinthians 2, 15 are the scripture references for today. Now the prayer starter. I refuse to bow to the fear of man. I will fear the Lord and him only. Surround me with wise counselors who hear your voice and guard me from the temptation to be a people pleaser. 
Help me to guard my heart diligently and be quick to repent. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Father, we give you praise this morning. My God, you are so good. No matter where we could ever go, you're there with us. <laughs> you go everywhere. You are everywhere. You've promised us that you would never leave us, that you would never forsake us, even to the end of the age. And we say, yes, we believe that, God. Even when we're at our lowest point, you're there. When we're on top of the mountain, you're there. No matter what we walk through, you're there. You'll never leave us. <laughs> You never leave us without help. It's not just that you're there. You're actually helping us every step of the way. When we can't even put one foot in front of the other anymore. When we feel like we can't even get up out of bed anymore. You're there to help us. You're there to inspire us. You're there to speak words of life to us. You are there. You are the constant in our life, Jesus. You are the constant. You are the constant. You are the steady one. You are the rock. You are are the one who makes promises and keeps them. Oh, so many people make promises to our hearts and they break them. They break the promise and they break our heart. They break the promise and they break our heart. They break the promise and they break our heart. But you heal our hearts. You mend all the broken pieces. You put us back together again when we fall, even when it was our own stinking fault. Even when you warned us, don't go that way. Don't do this. Don't connect with that one we did not listen to your voice we fell hard our heart was broken we lost our money we almost lost our mind fill in the blank but god you are faithful even when we're not faithful you're faithful even when we can't see which way to go you've already got the road planned out it's all on the pathway to glory that you're leading us on everything we need the provision that we need the healing that we need the deliverance that we need the divine connections that we need it's all in your presence as we follow you so help us today god as we praise your name Make us more sensitive to your heart. Help us to receive that which you have planned to prosper us with. Help us to stop rejecting your blessings. You say, how am I rejecting God's blessings? I tell you the truth. Many times people are so hurt and wounded that they cannot even receive the love of God. They cannot receive the love of friends, the, the love of family, the love of spouses. Father, today, Come on, just lift up your hands. Father, today, with our hands lifted high, would you shed your love abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost once again? Father, we need a love encounter. Father, we need a love encounter. Father, we need to, 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 just, to see you the way that you are and not as the way religion has painted you. We need to see you as love not as condemner. We need to see you as love, not as a punisher. We need to see you as love, not as one who is sitting on the throne mad all the time, waiting for an opportunity to strike us. Help us, Lord, to see you through the eyes of love, not the eyes of disappointment, not the eyes of doubt, not the eyes of unbelief, or the, all these other lenses that the enemy puts upon our eyes. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord, today to really receive what we need from you, to be intentional. Come on. 
Help us, Lord, to be intentional about our time with you, intentional about our intercession, intentional about our devotional time, intentional about studying your word, going deeper than we thought we could go into the treasure that is scripture. Help us, Lord. I just feel this so strongly. This is a word for all of us right now. Intentionality. 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 Help us, Lord, today. Because the enemy of our soul, he's intentional. Come on. The enemy of our soul, he's intentional. Our flesh, listen, our flesh and blood enemies, they are intentional. They gossip, listen, they gossip about us intentionally. And we know we're not wrestling against flesh and blood. God, we get it. We understand that concept. Your word is true. We know that demon powers are inspiring our natural enemies to come against us, spewing vain imaginations in their soul, telling them lies about us so that they'll attack us. But in reality, they're intentional. That thief that stole and broke in your house and broke in your car, he was intentional. Come on. Come on. That person that stole your promotion at work, they knew what they were doing. It was intentional. Come on. Come on. Whatever we do in life, we must be intentional about it. People sin. It's intentional. <laughs> so, Father, would you help us today? I wish you'd grab hold of this. Would you help us today to stop living life by the seat of our pants? Would you help us today, Lord, to stop living life without intentionality, to stop living life just as it comes, whichever way the wind blows. We're going to wake up. We're going to be like robots going through the motions day after day. No, no, no. Help us to break these cycles, Lord. Help us, Lord, to be more intentional about everything we do, intentionally enjoying the beauty that is your creation, intentionally giving thanks, not just to you, but to the people in our lives with whom we could not do without, those who support us, those who are there to hold up our hands, those who are there to pray and intercede for us when we feel too weak. Help us to be intentional about thanking them. Help us to be intentional, God, about the food that we put in our mouth. Come on. Help us to be mindful, intentional in our eating. Help us to be intentional in taking care of the temple that you gave us. We are the temples of the Holy Ghost. Jesus, help us, Lord, to stop just living with whatever happens today. Well, I'm going to respond. I'm going to react to this. I'm going to react to that. I'm putting out this fire. I'm putting out that fire. I'm in a state of urgency all the time. I can't get to the important things because I can't get past the urgent things. And everybody else has a problem and they want to dump it on my lap. No, we break that cycle right now in Jesus' name. We will be intentional about our day. We will be intentional about how we spend our time. We will choose. We're not going to let the enemy choose how we spend our time anymore. Come on. We're not going to let those who hate us, the haters, we're not going to let them influence how we spend our time. Who care what they said on Facebook? Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? That hour you spent, you could have been with God. That hour I spent, I could have been with God. Come on. Father, give us this grace to be intentional. <laughs> Remind us. Remind us, remind us, God, remind us, remind us about the things that are most important. Remind us, remind us to be intentional, remind us 
to think about what do I really want to accomplish today? How can my life glorify God today? Who can I bless today? Come on. (laughs) Who can I mentor today? Who can I give a leg up today? Who can I say a kind word to today? Who can I share the gospel with today? Oh, my God. Would you help us, Lord, to be intentional instead of running a rat race, instead of being caught up in the lives of what everybody, I need this now, and I need that now. Get back to me by 5 o'clock. Report back to me. Give me this. Give me that. I need this. Mommy, help us to be intentional, most of all, about getting in your presence. Because in your presence, there is fullness of joy. (laughs) Help us to be intentional about seeking your face because where your face shines upon us, we will find grace for the journey. Help us, Lord, to be intentional about hearing your still small voice because there's so many other voices competing for attention in our minds. The voice of the enemy, the voice of the media, the voice of our friends and family who give us opinions that we did not even ask for. And we bless them, Lord, but we want to hear your voice. We want to hear your thoughts. We want to hear your opinions. We want to hear your counsel. We want to hear your instructions. A reset of the prophetic movement is upon us. The second wave of prophets is rising in this hour. We stand at the edge of a new era in the prophetic. We're gathering the international prophetic community at the Global Prophetic Center a hub for prophetic training, prophetic labs, summits, networks, and lighthouses. It's time for prophets to go deeper. It's time for seers to soar. It's time for prophetic voices to rise up and decree what says the Spirit of God with accuracy that causes the world to pay attention. The Global Prophetic Center offers proven prophetic systems and structures to equip you to walk worthy of your calling and to prophesy with precision, boldness, diplomacy, and wisdom. Get hands-on training and mentoring in a safe environment that breeds true prophetic community and learning. Receive impartation and activation. Sharpen your gift and avoid prophetic pitfalls. Get commissioned. Get networked. Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at GlobalPropheticCenter.com. You have gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to SchoolOfTheSpirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seers ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. Help us to be intentional about hearing your voice and help us to be intentional about obeying your word. Help us, Lord, 
Help us, Lord, just to set our minds and keep them set on things above intentionally. Not to be overwhelmed by what we see in this earth, knowing that this world is not our home. We are sojourners. We are, tra- uh, we, are, we are citizens of heaven. We are just traveling through this earth until that day that you bring us home to glory, the final glory. <laughs> You're changing us from glory to glory to glory to glory. And that final glory, or the final glory of this age anyway. It's when we find ourselves in your presence in heaven, not just in your presence on earth, but in your presence in heaven, that transitional glory. In the twinkling of an eye, when we're caught up, everything changes. Help us, Lord, to keep our mind on that when we're overwhelmed. Help us to intentionally think about the afterlife, eternity in your presence. Fullness of joy, fullness of peace, no more tears. Help us, Lord, to stop getting so wrapped up in world events that we forget that we're from another place, another world, a place called heaven. The new Jerusalem will come down and we will live there and move there and have our being in you forever and ever and ever. Help us to be intentional about that. We are seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. We're looking down on the earth. We've got heaven's perspective, throne room revelation. Help us to be intentional about seeking that. We seek so many things, God. We seek so many things, God. We seek to be entertained and we seek to be happy and we seek to, we seek this and we seek money and we seek the car and we seek all these things. But help us to be intentional about obeying your word. And intentional about Matthew 6.33. Matthew 6.33 says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything else will be added to you. Everything else that you need. Everything else that (laughs) probably way beyond what you could imagine God will give you when you put him first. So help us to be intentional about putting you first. About seeking you first. Your kingdom, your ways, your thoughts. Your righteousness. Your holiness, your goodness, your love. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord, to be intentional. (laughs) To be intentional. To be intentional about you. Because we know when we get it straight with you, we'll have a lot less trouble with all the other things in life. When we seek you first, we'll have the wisdom that we need to succeed. When we seek you first, we'll have the peace that passes all understanding. When we seek you first, when we're intentional about it, (laughs) intentional about seeking you first, we'll have the supplies that we need, the finances that we need, the peace that we need, the love that we need, the fill in the blank, because God will supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. He will. He's promised that he will. He's promised that he will. He's promised that that he will. So we thank you today that you shift our mindset towards intentionality. No longer will we be tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine, tossed to and fro by everybody else's emergencies, tossed to and fro by just uh, uh, on a whim. I just, uh, I've got no plan. I just know we're not going to live that way anymore. We're going to plan our day. We're going to command our morning. (laughs) And we're going to live a full life of prosperity, peace, hope, 
freedom in every aspect. We're going to model what it means to be a Jesus follower so that the unbelievers, the pre-believers will be so hungry and thirsty for what we carry that they will come up and ask us, who is this God you serve? <laughs> no longer will we go to work, to, to school, to church, to the marketplace, looking weary and dreary, bleary-eyed. Nobody wants a God like that. People want to see their lives transformed. So start with us, God. Help us to be intentional about pursuing the activities in your spirit that transform our soul. Help us to be intentional about loving people who are unloving and unlovely. Help us, Lord, to be intentional about letting our light shine out in the world. Let's not hide our light under a bushel. We'll let it shine in the nations because of your goodness and your glory. We thank you, Lord, today for this mindset of intentionality. Let this not, Lord, let this not just be another morning prayer call that people say, hallelujah, amen, thank you, Jesus, and forget about by tomorrow. Intentional, intentional. Let's be intentional. We thank you, Lord. We give you praise and honor and glory in Jesus' name. Let's get into this warfare exhaustion. I want to talk to you and I want to pray with you because some of you are exhausted from warfare. So we're shifting now to our next segment. I need you to share this clubhouse. I need you to ping people into this room because right now we're going to break this weariness from the warfare. Some of you are just worn out from the warfare. See, in Daniel 7.25, the Bible clearly states that the enemy comes to weary the saints. That's King James. The enemy comes to weary the saints or to wear out the saints. And he does it with words. Daniel 7, 25. The enemy comes. Jesus said he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Back in Daniel, the Lord says the enemy comes to weary the saints, to wear you out. And he does that with all kinds of machinations, schemes, wiles, devices. He's got a little dirty black bag of wicked schemes and words that he spews against your mind so that you will give up before you overcome. But that's not going to happen again today. We put a, 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 a where this is a stopgap right now. We're stopping the bleeding. Listen, some of you feel like you're bleeding out on the battlefield. We're stopping the bleeding. We're patching you up. And you're going to go forward with a new vigor and a new understanding of who you are when spiritual warfare exhausts you. <laughs> when spiritual warfare exhausts you. Here's what you need to remember. There's a lot of things I could teach you. I could teach for an hour on this, but I want to pray. I want to give you one scripture to hang on right now. Okay? It's in Exodus 33 verse 14. Now this was when the Israelites were in massive transition and they had been oppressed for a long time by the enemy. They were making bricks without straw. The quota went up. They had witnessed many, many plagues and the power of God demonstrated miraculously to deliver them from Egypt. So they were delivered from Egypt, but they were exhausted from the warfare. And now they were walking around in a wilderness place. 
They were just in a difficult transition. Yes, they were free from Pharaoh. Yes, the oppression was broken off of their necks in the sense of they weren't making brick without straw anymore, but they were still oppressed in their mind. That's why they complained all the time, because of the oppression, because they were listening to the voice of the enemy more than the voice of God through his servant Moses. Now they're in transition, and they will fight another battle. And in Exodus 33, verse 14, God said, I will personally go with you, Moses, and I will give you rest. Everything will be fine for you. You need to adopt this and you need to say this to yourself when you feel so exhausted from the warfare that you're not sure if you can even swing the sword one more time. I will personally go with you, Arlene, and I will give you rest. Everything will be fine for you. I will personally go with you, Tasha. I will personally go with you, Carol. I will personally go with you, Judy. I will personally go with you, Keisha. Are you getting it? You need to meditate on this because sometimes you feel like you can't get back to the battlefield, that you've already been defeated, but that's a lie. It's a lie of the wicked one. You have not been defeated. You are an overcomer. I will personally go with you, Moses. Put your name in there. I will personally go with you, Dr. Serena. I will personally go with you, Angela Harris. I will personally go with you, Rachel, and I will give you rest. Everything will be fine for you. My presence will go with you. That is the key to sustaining long-term spiritual warfare, a key. It's not the only key. It is a key to, su to sustaining long bouts of spiritual warfare is understanding that his presence goes with you. And what's amazing is that God spoke these words to Moses and then when it was Joshua's turn to take the reins, when it was Joshua's turn to lead the Israelites into the promised land in which there would be a war, a bigger war than what Moses ever saw, God told Joshua, no one will be able to stand against you as long as you live. For I will be with you as I was with Moses. I will not fail you or abandon you. And if you can remember this, you can keep intentionally meditating on this, you will not remain exhausted. You will be invigorated. You will be ready to run to the battle line like David and sling your stone and cut off the head of your enemy and steal his sword as a souvenir of the battle. So Father, we thank you this morning that we can be intentional about remembering and confessing your presence. That we can be intentional about meditating on the reality that as we go to war, you've already gone before us to make a way for us. You're our forerunner. Even before we knew there was a war brewing in the spirit against us, you already saw it and you already had a battle plan. You already had a way out and you already had a way through. So all we need to do is look at you is to remember that you are our helper. You are the glorious warrior, victorious God, the captain of the host. You call yourself a man of war. All we have to do is remember that if God is for us, then who can be against us? All we have to do is remember that no weapon formed against us shall prosper, but every tongue that rises up against us in judgment shall be condemned. All we have to do is remember not to grow weary in well-doing because in the due season, if we don't faint, we're going to reap. 
All we have to do is keep our eyes on you and you will keep us in perfect peace. But it all starts with this in Exodus 33, verse 14, understanding that when you go into battle, I will personally go with you. When you go through a wilderness, I will personally go with you, says the Lord. When you go through the fire, I will personally go with you, says the Lord. When you walk through the waters, I will personally go with you. There's scripture after scripture after scripture in the Old and the New Testament that tell us, remind us, and promise us that wherever we go and whatever we go through, (laughs) his presence will be with us. So, Father, make us aware. Make us aware of your presence. Make us aware. Make us more aware, especially in times of, of, of warfare. It's not hard for us to acknowledge your presence in time of worship. That's easy. That's the easy part. That's the easy part. Acknowledging you in times of worship, that's easy. Acknowledging your presence when we're singing praises to your name, that's easy. But can we acknowledge your presence in the battle? Can we acknowledge your presence in the warfare? Can we acknowledge your presence when all hell is coming against us? Can we acknowledge your presence when everything that can go wrong is going wrong? Can we acknowledge your presence that you are with us, that you will lead us and guide us into all truth, that you will show us things to come? Can we acknowledge you then? Help us to be intentional about stopping, taking a deep breath. God is with me. Help us to be intentional about reminding ourselves of what your word already told us. We're always looking for a new word, and that's fine. We need a battle strategy. We need to understand what you're saying right now. But you've told us so much in your word, God. Help us to revert to your word, to pick up our Bible when we cannot hear your voice, understanding that you are with us even if we can't hear you, that you are moving on our behalf even if we can't see you. Help us pick up the scriptures and read until we hear your voice. Renewing our minds as we go, as we wait upon you. I break all weariness off you right now in Jesus' name. Come on. I said I break. I take authority over warfare weariness in Jesus' name. I break the powers of this warfare weariness, and I say to you, rise up and run again, for God is with you. And the Lord would say to you today, I am indeed with you in the battle. I'm with you till the end. I will not allow you to fail and I will not allow you to fall as you keep your eyes on me. I will show you step by step where to go. I will give you weapons. I will put them in your mouth. And when you speak them forth, you will watch the enemy of your soul flee this way and that way. I will even send panic into the enemy's camp, says the Lord, as you set your heart toward full obedience to my spirit says God and you don't have to be perfect I don't expect you to be perfect I just want your heart to be perfect toward me trusting me knowing that I've got you I have you I will not allow you to lose just keep walking forward don't stop now says the Lord for you will run into your enemy and you will see him eye to eye says the Lord but keep your eyes on me even when the enemy is staring you down and you will find a boldness you will find that fire within you will speak forth my word and that enemy that is staring you down that enemy of your soul that has been harassing you even for years will finally relent because he will see something different in your eyes this time he will see my eyes in your eyes says the Lord so infuse yourself with my love just receive everything I'm pouring out and understand and know that I am 
your warrior God, and I've already won the battle. So stand in my victory, says the Lord. Don't look around and about you wondering where victory is going to come from because the victory is already finished. It is finished, says the Lord. Come on, that's a good word. It is finished. Jesus finished it on the cross. Yes, Jesus finished it on the cross. Now you have to execute it. You have to enforce it. So shake that weariness off. Shake it off and come up higher. Shake it off and come up higher. Shake it off and come up higher. Get in his word. Infuse yourself in his love. How do you do that? By meditating on who he is. Some would call it soaking. Shabash. It is finished. Doesn't mean you don't have to fight. You're fighting in, in, in execution mode, though. Jesus, he, he, he won the battle. He overcame the principalities and powers on the cross. That was the big show. All you're doing now is you're like a police officer enforcing the law of God in the earth. Come on. Come on. Come on. You're just enforcing it. You're just enforcing it. God already won it. You're just enforcing it. You're enforcing his victory. Look at it from that perspective. Some of you, some of you just, the enemy, he does this to all of us, okay? He just tries to make us think it's too much, too big, too bad. Nah, God is more than enough. And he is bigger than everything. Amen? God is good. If you want to sow into this word today, would you sow through our missions arm? We're preparing to do uh, a lot more missions. We're strategizing. We're planning. We're preparing uh, to build in the nations, particularly South America. And if you have a heart for that, you want to see kids fed, you want to see uh, leaders raised up, you want to see revival, uh, would you sow today over in our missions uh, arm, jenniferleclair.org slash missions, teaching spirit. We call it Operation Liberation. Go over there and consider donating today to help us to help somebody else you can use a paypal.me slash jennifer leclaire you can use the text to give 754-701-2161 you can use the venmo venmo is at jennifer leclaire you can use stars on facebook you can use the p.o box let me give you that address just market missions and the the box, P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. God bless you. I'm, I'm out. I'll see you guys later. Have a great day. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible. 